every human being on earth is trying to figure out how the world works all the time. And that the moment you're born, you're pitched into this search for understanding of the world. And that effort to understand the world dominates your life every day. It's, it's more pervasive than the need for food because once you eat, you don't care about that. It's more pervasive than the desire for sex. It's there all the time. You're always trying to figure out the world. But the world is vastly more complicated than the human mind. So you can never do it. So in that environment where everybody is trying all the time to figure out the world, but you can't do it, what happens? People latch on to explanations for things that seem to work. There is a game we play, writes Carmen Jimenez Rossello in her poem, Tree, Tree, Tree. There is a game we play, repeating a word until it ceases to mean and can only hold itself up against its sound. As if leaves and leaves and green and trunk were not the end of this tree. Instead, there is the ring in our ears, where tree and tree have become a forest where our tongues and palates make the branches move, where tree gives nothing and not even a sound. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tarot Cure where a card invites itself into my life. And I then stand in my closet, essentially. Um, Imagine me here, um, face, I don't know what Max is thinking, because I'm just standing here, like, kind of looking very intently, well, speaking very intently into my closet, because that's the way, of course, to uh, create that lovely sort of This American Life vibe, right? Uh, Standing, talking into my cupboard, to a a road mic that's suspended from one of the coat hangers between a shirt on the one side and some jacket on the other uh, for padding and and then you listen perhaps or most likely not and then we experience for about 10 minutes that lovely telling each other alive about each other alive thing if we're lucky Okay, so the Queen of Wands, when I look at this image, I see someone wearing dress-up clothes. You know, like a kid has a dressing-up basket. Something of a refusal to grow up, to be real, to be adult, to be whatever that means, to be banal, a fantasist, a clinger to innocence. The Queen of Wands is holding a stick and a sunflower. And I have been on many a country walk where I have walked a very long way and picked up a stick and found the perfect stick with which to walk. One that has a little knot 
or a little nook that allows my thumb to rest there. And she has such a stick as though she found it on a long walk. And she also picked a sunflower along the way. Sunflowers are very difficult to pick. I have passed a sunflower field on a walk in the south of France and they were sunflowers ready to be harvested. The petals were dying and the centre of the sunflower was like the size of an apple pie and was heavy with seeds. And to break off that stem was really chewy and difficult but it was quite a prize to go home with. So she's been on a walk and she has brought back with her her bounty. Is that the right word? She has her stick and her sunflower and the robe, which to me is symbolic of a reluctance to let go of fantasy whether that is the fantasy of being a princess or a queen on a throne, reaching the denouement of the story, the happy ending when the prince marries the princess. But she's on her own with her cat. That's the reality of her life. But she dreams still in a way that keeps her youthful because her dreams are buoyant with hope. So I phoned up the vet today and I said, hello, I'm phoning to get some medicine for, and then I, I heard myself saying, for my dog Max. And it just didn't feel right, you know, like saying my dog, because it almost felt like, you know, for this thing I own, my dog Max, when actually what I really wanted to say was for my friend. I'm phoning to get some medicine for my friend, Max, but if I'd said that, they would have said, is this for your friend's dog or for your friend's cat? And then I was thinking, if what Max feels to me is like a friend, maybe even my best friend, although I have one or two very close friends, um... If one really thinks about what is the essence of a friend, I think Max is probably pretty close to that essence. And then I thought, well, if he's a friend, what is he? Is, is, is he? What is he, right? Is he? Because the name would indicate it's a he, and, well, he, Max, is biologically gendered male. But just as I don't experience Max as my dog, I'm not sure if I experience him either as male or female. I really think that Max is in that way, although I'm not sure if I want to necessarily get involved with they pronouns for Max. But 
Max really is non-binary in terms of how I understand that. In other words, when Max is acting in a way that we might go, oh, well, that's quite male, it then also asks us to question, well, what is this male-identified behavior? Is that really male? And when Max is acting in a way that is that I might go, well, this feels very feminine. Sometimes when he looks at me with these beautiful long eyelashes, you know, maybe in a terrible kind of, God forbid, um, domineering patriarchal way, maybe I see that as quite feminine. Maybe that is Max's Marilyn Monroe look in my eyes. (laughs) Maybe it is. But Max feels very, very non-binary to me in a way that I'm not sure I feel non-binary to myself. Although when I say that, I immediately know that I've, that of course I do, that if we really try to hold, really get a hold on what is in us that is, let's say, what I might identify as male or what I might identify as masculine or what I might identify as more feminine, if I really try and get a hold of that, I realize I can't. I can only really be identified as either masculine or feminine or neither. At some level, in the eyes of another, another might experience me in this way, which they might call blokey. (laughs) Or they might experience me in a way which they might call girly. And actually, I think I've got maybe more girly in me than blokey. But even saying that, what is? What is it? It's nothing. It's just, it's just it's just words. The self itself seems like it may not be fully gendered in the way that we believe it to be. Or if it is, it's, it's gendered perhaps merely or only or wonderfully as a kind of word construct as well as certain biological natural forces which require us to be this sometimes and that sometimes and that other times which of course led to the burning question of well who is the true non-binary card of the pack the queen of wands is often a card that is associated with confidence and working with non-binary clients and knowing a couple of non-binary folk. I think it does take a certain kind of confidence to stand up and be counted in that way or stand up and in some sense not be counted, right? It's sort of saying to the census taker, actually, no, don't, don't put me in that box or this box. I am neither wave nor particle or maybe I am sometimes a wave and sometimes a particle depending on whichever quantum standpoint you would like to take and to me that feels maybe both very modern also very timeless I'm recording this looking at a tree I don't know what sex this tree is it's a tree but of course I'm not looking at a tree what I'm looking at is a wand I'd say it's about 15 foot tall and it has these wonderful it's about I don't know the the thickness would be sort of thickness of my wrist perhaps it's it's a wand that is has the thickness of my wrist but it is 15 
foot long. I don't get anything masculine here. I don't get I don't get fa- fallacies, but I guess what I get is, as I'm recording this at nine o'clock at night, standing with a poo bag in my hand in the middle of uh, Fryn Park. I guess what I get is a piece of the earth that is pointing at the moon, or speaking maybe even to the moon, and the moon is speaking back, or maybe something of the moon is touching this tree, although it is, it has all of these shriveled, the leaves of winter, shriveled, dead leaves of winter on it, it is also in blossom, these moon-like, very delicate white blossoms. And what I really want to do for this, this tree, or rather this wand, is uh, I want to remove all of the dead material of it, so that it can, uh, it can blossom and it can be who it needs to be. And I guess that's why the Queen of Wands is also a beautiful non-binary card. Tree, 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 we love you, yes we do. Yes, we do. We love you. Tree, tree, tree. Tree, tree, tree. Tree, tree, tree. Tree, tree, tree. Let's sing it together now. Tree, tree, tree. Tree, tree, tree. Tree, 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 we love you, yes we do, yes we do, we love you, tree, 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 